You've just accessed Shekinah glory, the place where God dwells among His people. Prepare now to receive the Lord as Pastor Rex Ricks connects you to the power of God through the prophetic revelatory preaching and teaching of the Word of the Kingdom of God. Experience the revelation of Jesus Christ on another level from the place where God dwells among His people. Now, hear the Word of the Lord. Getting back to that place where you were once excited. Say that, excited. Zealous. Happy. Joyful. Committed to the things of God. Notice at the end of each letter, um, he would say to the church, let him who have ears to hear, hear what the Spirit is saying. So it would not be wise for us to hear these teachings and to act as if he's talking to everyone but me. But each man, each woman must look at him or her own self and say, Lord, show me me. How far have I fallen? <laughs> and if I have not fallen, let me run all the more eagerly. Are you here? Let's read verse 5 out loud. And I just want to give you, I always give a little context or review, then we will move forward. I've just given you some commentary, so let's just read this and move a little forward. But one of the things I want to say on last week we talked about, it's in our response to God. He's challenging us to change our response to him. He's challenging us to change our response, how we react toward him. And I want you to ask yourself, is God really first? Is he really first? And if he's not, we must ask ourselves, what is it? Is it a person? Is it a hobby? Is it, is it, is it the, my place of employment? And whatever it is that has taken God's place, I want you to make a decision today to, you know what, God, I'm going to put you first. And, and here's the thing about God. He said that if you will seek me first, in other words, make kingdom priority number one, not that we negate all of our responsibilities, but we put God above everything else. He's not saying quit your job. He's not saying don't have hobbies. He's not saying don't enjoy life. But he says, in the midst of all those things, Martha, put me first. Be like Mary. Sit at the feet of Jesus. In other words, Mary knew what was most important, not that the other things were not important, but what's most important now. And in Matthew's Gospels, Jesus said this, that if you will seek me first, all these things, watch this now, that would distract you or deter you or take you away from me. I will give them to you if you will put me first. As a matter of fact, he said the, the clothes, housing, things and shelter, the things that we so eagerly go away from him to chase after. He said, these are things that those who don't serve me busy themselves with. But for you, you should have faith. Being that you should trust, watch this, my methods. <laughs> and he said, I will give them. Do you hear this? That's why we walk by. How? How? So why are we trying to do it on our own efforts? <laughs> are you here? What's the difference? Again, if you both work at the same company, it, what's the difference? The difference should be that you as a believer, you trust your life, your resources to God. <laughs> you walk by faith. Are you here? Ah, therefore, well, let's go to Revelation, read verse 5. Ready? Are you guys here? Just verse 5. Ready? Let's read. So remember 
Come on, say it like you believe the Lord. So remember the heights from which you have fallen. Uh, 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 again, that word repent is repent is the Greek word metaneo or metaneo. It simply means to reconsider, to think again. Watch this. And after thinking, we change. Watch this. Our response to mimic that of Jesus. It's not just considering something, but it's after carefully thinking about my actions. Watch this. Now they must change to reflect Christ. Just like someone who repents and gives their life to Christ, what you're saying now, I am a follower, or you should be a, why? Because I've repented. I've thought about how I've been living. I've thought about life. Did I thought I had that all these, so now, so when I change, so the change should mimic Jesus. That's the sign of someone who's really repented or had a change of mind, a change of heart. Why? How how can you tell? Because the way she walks now, the way he talks now. Are you guys with me? And and, and I'm going to say this, and I see why nothing, and I've been saying it, Satan's MO has not changed. He's getting people the same way. And watch this. And it's one of three areas. That's it. It's not like a whole bunch. They all manifest from one of these three. The lust of the eyes, lust of the flesh, the pride of life. That's it. If you fall or if you've fallen or, or, or distance yourself from God, it's one of those, two of those, or perhaps all three. But it could be traced back to lust of the eyes, lust of the flesh, or the pride of life. Are you here? Are you here? Come on, let's read. So remember the heights from which you've fallen. What? Repent. What? Change your inner self, your old way of thinking, your sinful behavior. Seek God's will and do the works you... Again, what works are you talking about? Those things that you did at your initial rebirth. When, when I first received Jesus, the commitment was there. The faithfulness was there. I wanted to know what was going on at where I am a part of. Oh, man. I wanted to participate. I wanted to get involved. I desired to know more about this God that I am now in relationships with. Not only that, I want to, without fail, tell everybody I know about this God who changed my life. Wow. So our response to him must change. But I want to deal with, and write this down if you haven't been, I've been saying it for weeks. There are three temptations uh, to sin that every human will experience. And I just quoted them, the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, the pride of life. And watch this. They're all rooted in pride. Write this down, the word lust. The word lust. Write this down, the word lust. It's the Greek word epithumio. Epithumia. And it means desire, passionate longing. It means to have a passionate longing, strong desire. Epe, the first part of this word, means focused on. Okay? Watch this. Focused on. Thymos means passionate desire. So properly, it's passion built on strong feelings or urges. Now, I want you to write this down. These can be positive or negative, depending on whether the desire is inspired by God. But when we talk about lust of the eyes, lust of the flesh, the pride of life, those are inspired by God. Now, there should be a desire to walk according to a word. There should be a passion to live a godly lifestyle. See, now that's good. But when the desire 
and longing opposes the word of God. That's what gets us off. But notice the first part of that word, it means to focus on. So that means we can do something about these distractions or these things that somewhat causes us to drift away. Drift away. Now watch this now. This is your portion is to initiate the action. But the power source that you're relying on is Holy Spirit. Because in your own strength, you cannot fight a successful fight against the lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, lust of the eyes and the pride of life. You need the power of Holy Spirit. We talked about this last week. Why? Because he builds you up. And I said this last week, if you're not one who prays in the Holy Ghost, you need to pray more in the Holy Ghost. Why? Because you edify, you build yourselves up. You, you are with, able to withstand assault when you are stronger more so than when you are weaker. Are you here? Watch this. Let me, let, let me tell you why. Because your flesh, that fallen nature, that corner mind is always always going to be weak. The flesh, but the spirit part of you, the real you, can be built up in the things of the spirit when I give attention to the things of the spirit. Watch this. And although there are still dictates of your flesh, when your spirit man is stronger and built up, it overrides and doesn't give in to the passions and desires of the flesh. But nonetheless, your flesh, well, you could pray 10 hours. And once you get through praying, your flesh still going to be weak. But your spirit man going to be stronger. But the reason why most people still give in to the flesh is because their spirit man is weak. Err. Then the flesh. I want to show you something because the distractions are intentional. Why? Because we're setting our affections on those things. So we have to be careful, as we learned last week in Proverbs 4, to guard our hearts. You know how things get into your heart? By what you see, what you hear, and how you talk. It gets down into your heart. Can, can we go to that for a second? Can I show you something? Go to Proverbs 4. See, because here's the thing. There are people who are crying out to God. There are people who, who, who think that this Christian stuff don't work. They're saying, man, I, I can't. When I want to do good, I don't. My flesh still. We, you know, we try to quote Paul. But Paul, had, Paul said, man, I thank God be unto Jesus. I, I, I got the victory by relying on Jesus. See, we don't, we don't complete the, the rest of what he said. We just complete the, the struggle part. No, let, let's finish. How did he get out of this? How did he deal with this? <laughs> Keep your heart with, for out of it. Uh, what is it? Let's look at the New Living Translation. See, th this is what Holy Spirit is concerned about. Me being whole. Because you don't have to keep losing the battle against the flesh. Sin shall no longer have dominion. Good God. Or the, the effects of sin. Lust of the eyes, lust of the face, pride of life, lust of the flesh, uh, uh, pride of life. Shall no longer have dominion over you. Are y'all hearing this? Look at someone and no, say this to yourself. I don't have to keep doing that thing which displeases God. I don't have to keep doing it.
Guard your heart above. Why? What does the next verse say? Keep going. Uh, maybe it's verse 22. Go to verse 22. While you look at that, I'm looking at something else. I'm hearing the Holy Spirit, but I want you to look at that. Let me look at this. And you look at that. Let me look at this. Y'all don't look at me. Don't worry about what I'm doing right now. You look at this right here. So y'all looking at me. Don't want to read the verse. Read the verse. What verse 22 say? Hold, hold on. I can't believe the way you guys are reading today. Now this time, let's read it in unison. Ready? Let's read it together. Ready? Let's read. Watch this. Don't lose sight of them. Let them do what? For they do what? Bring life to those who? Uh, uh, the new King James uh, says flesh. Or the King James says flesh. So when I guard my heart, feed my spirit the word. It brings health and healing to all your flesh. Lust of the eyes. Lust of the flesh. And the pride of life. When I focus on the word, it takes my focus off of the. Let me show you something. Romans 8 says this. Romans 8 and uh, boy. Romans 8, 5 says this. People who are ruled by their desires think only of themselves. Hold on. Notice I said that thing is rooted in pride. You know what pride is? Self-glorification. Everything about. So we don't think about the whole picture before we act. See, that's selfish. You're not considering how it affects everything else. Just like as believers, everything we do outside affects what goes on inside. Even in your relationships, everything you do, husband, everything you do, wife, decisions that you make, it affects if they're bad decisions. So if I'm bad with money, it affects the state of the whole house. Why? Now because the light's out. No food for the kids, no gas for the car. All because I want to play pool. I wanted to do whatever. Are you here? People who are ruled by their desires. But, but you know why you are ruled by your desires? You in general. It's because you focus on those desires. You set your mind on it. That's intentional. See, the devil didn't get your hand, put it on the phone, and Google that crazy website. The devil didn't do that. He, he didn't do that. Let, let, let's see the, the, the King James. I think it says, I like the way it's rendered. Watch this. Wait, wait, hold on. Everyone who is ruled by Holy Spirit thinks about what? Okay, so they set their minds on it. Come on. Uh, King James, for, for those who. For they that are after the flesh, they what? Do mine. New King James says set. Let's go to set. Uh, same thing. Focus, set, do mine. Watch this. For those who live according to the flesh, what do they do? They adjust that thermostat right where they want it to be. Watch this, watch this. They set their minds on those things of the flesh, but those who live according to the spirit, the things of the spirit. So if I'm giving in to the lust of the flesh, that inordinate desire to satisfy any kind of cravings for my flesh, I have set my mind on it. Huh? Lust of the flesh. Anything that satisfied my physical appetite. <laughs> Be it food, substances, people, anything that satisfies my physical pleasure. I have set my mind on it. 
lust of the eyes, anything that I have set my eyes on that I know doesn't belong to me. I know that's not mine, but I want it. See, that's that selfish desire. See, lust of the eyes is having a longing for something that does not, that's not yours. It's wanting what someone else had. Another way to say it is that covetousness. I know it's not mine. I know it's yours. I know that's yours, but I want it. See, you don't set your mind on it. You remember David? He was on the top of his roof. Looked down at Bathsheba. She down there bathed and see this fine woman that belonged to somebody else. But I'm king. I want her. Bring her here. See, that was lust of the eyes. Wanting or longing for that which does not belong to you. It's not your money. Oh, but I got things to pay. God have to wait. No, it's not. See, lust of the eyes, that flesh. I've been waiting for that TV to go on sale all year. Nah, 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 I'm going to get it. You know why? We have set our minds on those things. I'm giving, them, I'm giving you the, the, the definitions. Lust of the flesh, that inordinate desire to satisfy physical cravings. Lust of the eyes, longing for that which does not belong to you. It's not yours. Leave it alone. So you, you, you pursue it. You stay after it. Why? Because you're focused on it. That's why nothing, st- I mean, and you will go through lengths and depths, heights and widths to get it because of that flesh. Pride of life. Wanting all the glory for yourself. Wanting all the recognition. Look what I've done. Hey, can, can I say this? L- listen, listen to me for a second. We, we are in this world, guys. But our citizenship is of the kingdom of heaven. We should not fashion ourselves after this culture. And let me say something. The way the world is, the way it demands your time, the way it demands your attention, you'll be amazed of those who bear the name of Jesus who are distracted by the things in the culture in which they live. What does it profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Then he goes to say, what would you give in exchange for your soul? Are you here? This is a tragedy. See, listen, you were created by God for God. And how dare we have the attitude as who is God that I want to be this? No, no. You were created by God for God. That's why we have to know our life purpose and know which desires are from him and which desires are by me. Because the desires that he placed in me are to help fulfill his will for my life in the earth. Are you here? So if you have a desire to be a physician and you know that that, that is your God-given call, well, you're not in there just to operate on people physically. But there are people in here that I'm to minister to that are going to be one to the body of Christ. Are you here? 
But this is a tragedy to live your whole life and be successful, but at the wrong assignment. Watch this. Were you really successful as a Christian and nobody your entire life was introduced to Jesus? Nobody got saved. They speak well of you, but nobody knew Jesus because of you. At work every day on time, real polite, but was not infectious as a child of God. Were you really successful? Are you really successful? And nobody knows that you are a believer. Church, if you are a believer and people aren't being saved, you are void of your assignment as a Christian, as a disciple of Jesus, as a follower of Jesus. If people aren't being saved, if people aren't being impacted by your life, you are void of your life purpose. <laughs> and we live as if we own ourselves. Those of us who are believers, you've been bought. Are you here? Are y'all here? What did I just say? 1 Corinthians 6, uh, 6, I think, 19 and 20, something like that, maybe. Let me show you. New King James Version. Watch this. You know what time it is. I'm going to give you another minute. Watch this. 1 Corinthians 6. I like when Holy Spirit just flow however he wants to flow. <laughs> he, know better than, he knows better than me. <laughs> Are you here? Do you not know that your body, New King James Version, is the temple? Thank you. Do you not know that your body, talking about the believer, is the temple of? Holy Spirit, who is in you, who you have from God, and you are not, and you are not. So before I focus my attention on it, ask Holy Spirit, what does he think about it? Lust of the eyes. Lust of Whom you have from God, you are not your own. Verse 20, for you are bought with a price. One translation is high price. Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. So we should be glorifying God. What is that thing that has caused a distance between you and the Lord? And, and notice earlier I said when we, we gravitate toward those things because we give attention to it. That's why you should allow Holy Spirit to guide you. We initiate, but we operate with his power. Let me show you something. Galatians 5, 16, amplified. Then I'm going to show you the 22. Galatians 5. Did you write this down? I've been saying this last couple of weeks. There are three areas you need to consider when you're falling away. The attitude of your heart. When, you, when, you, when you're not as committed as you once were, check the attitude of your heart. What's your heart like? You want to check the quality of your commitment. What do you mean? My time, my talents, my financial contribution. That's another sign that I've fallen away when I, I, I'm rarely there anymore. When I'm not using my gifts for the enhancement of the body. I just come. Don't participate. I just show up. Oh. And my financial contribution, that's, that's usually the first one to go. When you distance from God, man, man money. And again, we don't realize that it belongs to him. So I say, walk, that, make it a habit, habitually in the spirit. You know how you do that? You give attention to it. We read that in Romans 8. Those who set their minds on spiritual things are led by the spirit. So you have to be intentional. See, here's the thing. You can't wait until you feel like studying the word to study. Because you're never going to, your flesh that is never going to 
feel like it, but your spirit man knows it will let you know or awaken you to the fact. Let's pray. Let's read the word. Let's hear the word. But you got to give attention to it. Okay. Again, Holy Spirit's not come down. Take your arm, arms, open up the Bible, throw your head down your Bible and open your mouth and read for you. You have to do something. Watch this. Seek him and be, there it go, responsive to his guidance. So when I seek him, when I inquire of him, I need, what what do you mean be responsive to his guidance? Whatever he tells me to do, guess what I do? I do it. That's being responsive to his guidance. Lord, I've sought your will. Lord, what do I do? I don't want to go. I don't want to. Lord, you know, if I go over there, don't go. Well, what they can say if I don't go. See, now you see, you're not even, he, he done told you to don't go rather than being responsive. Well, what are they going to say if I don't go? You know, they, you know, I, I'm the one that he don't get started until I show up. <laughs> are y'all here? You and your spouse said, it. Holy Spirit said, be quiet. No, you don't, no, you still talking because why? He, he, you don't know how he made me feel. Go tell your wife you love her. I ain't told her nothing. Seek him. The idea is, since I'm coming to get the wisdom from you, I might as well take your advice. Because nobody knows better than you, Jesus. <laughs> y'all clapping like y'all don't about believe. Y'all, boy, I tell you what, getting this word, man, it makes a difference. Watch this. And then, and then you were what? Certainly not carry out the desire of the sinful nature, watch this, which responds impulsively without regard for God and his precepts. When? When I walk habitually in the spirit. Last verse, Galatians 5.22. Watch this. And, and guys, you know what? We, I want you to think about this too. When you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, whether you was conscious of this or not, what you were saying is that, Lord, I am surrendering my life to you. Y'all miss that. I am now devoting my life to you. Y'all missing that. And we think just because we show up on Sunday, I'm de- that, that, that is not an indicator that your life is devoted to Jesus. In ancient days, when someone would commit an offense, they would put a cross beam about their back before they crucify them. And they would humiliate them by walking them down city streets. And it was a sign of that person saying, you are now subject on his way to be crucified to that which you've opposed. You have now become subject to that. So now, as a result of you committing all these crimes, you become a subject to your actions. And they're crucifying them. So when Christ says, take up your cross and follow me, what he is saying now, that, that life that you've opposed, you've opposed me all your life. Now that you say I'm your savior, watch this, you're surrendering your whole, you oppose that which you oppose all your life. Now you are subjecting yourself to that. What are you talking about? The word I've negated you, I've, I've forgotten about you, I threw you away. But now that you are my savior, I'm surrendering my life, watch this, to that which I've opposed all these years. That's what it means to bear your cross, take up your cross and follow me. It means now I'm subject to the life, watch this, to live a life according to the word. 
Why? Because I've opposed all of this. So watch this. So when you repent, you're saying, in essence, now I'm subjecting my life to walk like Jesus walked. That's how we're supposed to. Are you here? But people live as if, man, it's almost like it's a fad to say I'm a Christian. But discipleship bear much fruit. I want, I want to ask you this, and, and, and I'm done. What? Notice he said, remember how far you've fallen. Each man, each woman knows how far. You know when there's been some distance. You know when things aren't like they used to be or should be. Yeah. Oh, yes, you do. Yes, you do. You know when you're committed opposed to when you're not committed. You know if God has, well, we, we say people, you know, sometimes people say, God knows my heart. You're exactly right. He certainly does. And if you're not in that place where you know you should be, it's just a matter of, is it the lust of the eyes? Am I, am I so eagerly desiring something that doesn't belong to me that it has taken my focus off of God? Is it the lust of the flesh? What do you mean lust of the flesh? That inordinate thing, that thing that, that I'm craving and I will stop at nothing to get it. Is it the pride of life? Maybe you're too busy. You're a corporate person now. I don't need Jesus because I'm making six figures now. That's a bad place to be. Maybe pastor, well, pastor, I'm married now. I'm with child. I'm raising a family. I don't have time for that God stuff anymore. As believers, you belong to God, man. And we really got to get to the place where he, you want to see supernatural things happening? Let's do it his way. Really seek him first and see what kind of supernatural things will begin to manifest in your life. Life is much better than what it may appear. And there's a whole lot more life to achieve, to be experienced. But if we want to do it right, do it God's way. He wants you to enjoy life. We want you to enjoy life. But watch this. But on his terms. What do you mean his terms? Doing it his way. And again, just because I come on Sunday, just because I come on Wednesday, just because I watch pastor online, and that, that does not mean that you have surrendered all to Jesus. It's what you do on Monday. That's a testimony to that. It's what you do on Tuesday. It's how you live on Wednesday. It's your walk on Thursday. How you treat others on Friday. Your response on Saturday. <laughs> and how you carry yourself on Sundays. Man, I, I, I don't, you know, I wish I could just get a needle. I wish it was that easy and we could just inseminate this inside of you. But there has to be an action on your part as the believer to, to desire more of God. Notice those who set their minds on spiritual things. You know why? Th th those who do mind spiritual things or, or after the things of the spirit is because I have made a decision to follow God, man. And may I say this? If you're bearing the name of Jesus, if you're saying, Pastor, I'm saved, I've given my life to Jesus, why not at least attempt each and every day, watch this, to live for him. What's behind lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes of pride of life? Selfishness, pride, foolish pride. The God of me. That's everything is about. See, watch this. You and God can't be number one. 
can't be first. Me and God can't be first. Somebody has to be. And watch this. If God is not first, I, my question to you is who or what is? If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to make a donation and support this ministry as we expand the kingdom of God, please visit ShekinahGloryFC.com or download our church app from iTunes App Store or Google Play by searching Shekinah Glory FC and click Give to make your donation.